Well, today I'd like to talk about pig butchering. No one knows what pig butchering is. Exactly. And that's why we'll get into it right now. Butcher that pig. Welcome to the Roots Report. Statistically not financial advice. I'm Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Today we'll be talking about pig butchering, aka how your dad is getting scammed in the crypto markets. But first, we're going to talk about the House of Mouse, three Canadian exchanges, and he who must not be named. Why don't you uh, get uh, get us started off with uh, butchering some of those piggies? Oh, you guys want to you guys want to get right into it? So pig butchering, right now we have jokingly on the past talked about our desires to become uh, what fat pork, uh, fat back uh, pork commodity traders in East India or whatever. Uh, but no, this pig butchering actually describes something much sadder. Right. Um, so the victims in pig butchering schemes are referred to as "quote unquote" pigs by the scammers because the scammers will use elaborate storylines to quote unquote fatten up the victims into believing they're in a romantic or otherwise close personal relationship uh aka someone usually you know 99.99 percent of catfish right will Mm. approach you on twitter right will reach out to you they usually look for vulnerable people people who are just gone through like divorce or death yeah right a lot of that's posted on social media so it's really easy to find someone vulnerable right and it's pretty easy, you know, like, oh, this person's in the crypto, this person just went through a divorce, and this person is a doctor, right? Like, the three Ds right there, or, you know, two, two Ds in the C, whatever, uh, yeah. is, is really all the checkboxes you need. And then you have this scammer, right, this elusively charming person reach out to you in the DMs, and they start just establishing a relationship, a little connection, right? It's catfishing, but they're not trying to steal your heart, they're trying to steal your money. And what's super crazy about this is it's not like some kind of rug pool or anything like that right it seems very legitimate they just talk to you and tell you and convince you to move your current crypto or invest more crypto new crypto uh into these scam or these fake uh exchange websites right these websites look very legitimate they look like real exchanges right but they're not they're fake and they generate fake returns Right. Uh, which, you know, if you put in until you try to withdraw until you try to withdraw. Right. But you put in a hundred bucks. Right. And that hundred bucks turns into 500 bucks. And then you're like, well, this is this is pretty good. Let me put in a thousand. That thousand turns, you know, the, now you got eleven hundred in and it turns into like, you know, four thousand, five thousand dollars. Like this is pretty good all of a sudden. And this is what really happened. You know, people put in quarter million, half a million of their own money in crypto. Mm-hmm into these fake websites because they're generating false returns, right? And like, you know, hey, a- anyone will tell you, this is not financial advice, of course, but anyone will tell you, if you got a winning strategy, you stick with the winning strategy, right? Yeah. Uh, or win until it doesn't win anymore, right? So mm-hmm. that's what's happening. But then, you know, when you get these fat fat returns, you eventually want to like pull out. And that's when all these people are starting to realize this is a big scam. Now, some of them are nuanced and they'll let you withdraw tiny amounts in the beginning, Right? To just seem right. more legitimate, right? Because if you put in $100, you make $500, and then you pull your $100 out. You're like, oh, well, I pulled my $100 out. Like, this is pretty good. This, is, this isn't a scam. This is legit. And then you put $10,000 in, but you can't get that $10,000 out. Right. That's actually an old con. Old. Crypto uh, is just... It has a different name. Yeah. It's like a... I'm trying to remember. It's like the Spanish man The Spanish something. lover? Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, Don where, Julio. Yeah, they'll... they'll They'll be like, oh, if you just help me a little bit, and then you get a return of like, you know, 
$500 on your $50 or something. And they actually give you $500. Yeah. And then it's all part of the con to get a bigger fish, basically. You're like Don Quixote, but instead of attacking windmills, you're attacking rug pulls. Yeah. Or, yeah. or fake Chinese crypto sites. Uh, but this is like a big issue. This is a huge deal. The Department of Justice has seized over a hundred million dollars wow. in crackdowns over this, right? And like a hundred million doesn't sound like jack squat compared to like the eight point two billion Sam Bankman fraud uh stole, right? Yeah. But like this is still a hundred million of like hard working like American Canadian like you know citizens, right? This is these are decent people who literally were going through the worst parts of their life, whether it was divorce or death, right? Mm -hmm. And they were scammed, right? They were vulnerable and they were taken advantage of, right? So, hey, reach out to your vulnerable loved ones and make sure that they are uh, being smart with whatever they're doing, whether it's Coinbase or cash, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, I just mean, pay attention to your parents. Actually, Say hi to them. Call your fucking mom. Actually, uh, on... Uh, that language exchange site, which has like mostly pen pals, I've been contacted by people who were like, "Oh, do you do crypto?" And then they're like, "Why don't you?" I make ten percent every month. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, that's just an unrealistic uh, return rate." Well, that's a really so, that's a really realistic impression of my voice, though. I don't know how that you nailed yeah, that. Is. Was that a recording? Was that did it, you record it our you? audio conversations? Yeah. Has it been? Has it been you this entire time? It has been me this entire time. <laughs> All that money I've been paying out to these random sites is just going to major? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is just going back to zero DTE in the market. <sighs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm, br oh. Oh. I'm bringing out the house of what mouse. Are you, are you trying to go in the house of mouse? Oh, oh Segway. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Huh. <laughs> Speaking of stealing yeah, all of your so, parents' money, I... <laughs> Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is the house... Anybody who went to Disney World. You want me to do this one, Patrick, or do you want to do this one? Yeah, you go for it. Is the House of Mouse turning into a villa of Salmonella or a city of shitty? Maybe it's a county with a bad bounty hunter. Fuck, no. Went too far. Should have stuck with city <laughs> of shitty. Uh, guys, um, Nielsen. Are you guys familiar with Nielsen ratings? They are the, the head haunters. You know, they used to tell you guys who was watching what, when, and where. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they, they, you know, they took the streaming... Uh, in 2019, they've been the the number one go to for for sources like that. Uh, again, I uh, host a, a different podcast, uh, Zeitgeist Zell. It's a little shameless plug there. If you guys are in the nerdy pop culture news, right? So Nielsen ratings pretty pretty important. Um, they're on a four week lag because in this digital age, it takes forever to find out what someone's watching in real time. Mm -hmm. Eye roll. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but the ratings are in, and they are uh, not good at all right and so the mandalorian so for like disney has like two incredibly iconic ip star wars and marvel marvel just finished phase four which has just been dog shit bad right whether you're a diehard yeah. marvel fan uh a soy boy or an anti-woke fascist right no one has liked phase four of the mcu um but that's okay you have star wars oh wait no star wars has <laughs> star wars well first off no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. So let's let's make yeah. that very clear. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like, Star Wars has been good since A New Hope, according to some people. Right? But some people don't like the the prequel trilogy. Rarely anyone like the sequel trilogy. Right? Uh, the spinoffs, like the, these Disney Plus shows. Mandalorian came out hot. Mandalorian Season 2 was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Right? But you've got all these, these you know, Bad Batch not so great. You know, um, 
season two got a lot better, right? Uh, the Book of Boba Fett was lackluster. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi broke everyone's heart because it wasn't very good. And then mm-hmm. Andor was fantastic eventually, but the pacing was so slow and Star Wars was just so crappy by then that like no one was really watching it. And that's what's happened to the Mandalorian. So the, the season three ratings are in and they are not good at all. Now you attach on top of this that Disney is losing their patent next year um, for their original oh, Steamboat nice. Willie Mickey Mouse. Oh, really? Right? <laughs> uh-huh. So my question is, like, without some more devious legal tactics, you know, this is just the first patent, right? This is the first version of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But this is the first of a long line to come. Yeah. Um, and Fair. if these... What, what happens when all these iconic characters go into public domain? Yeah. Well, uh, I think we brought it up before, actually, on the podcast, where uh, the reason that we have these really long um, patent laws and, like, uh, that don't enter public domain until, like, 70 years after the original creator's death and stuff like that is because of Mickey Mouse. So it'll be interesting to see if they continue to extend it like they have done so many times uh or if we get a final cap I, uh, on this stupid ip laws i think so i mean stupid. They're, they're really i really think that a lot more should be in the public domain just because uh i value creativity more than private profit absolutely yeah um, is yeah. the main yeah i mean look look at main reason look no further than sherlock holmes to to talk about the stupidity behind ip in public domain right so uh, not to get into the nitty gritty of it all, right? But like, only select Sherlock Holmes IP is available to the public domain, specifically before the waterfall scene, right? So there's this iconic scene in in Sherlock Holmes where he fights Moriarty and they fall off a water cliff together, right? So anything before that is in the public domain, but for some legal loophole reason, like anything after that is still private property or whatever. Netflix can't touch it, whatever. Wild. Because you know, they bought the Anola uh, Holmes uh, rights or whatever. Right. And then there was like the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Um, so I'm just wondering like. But did those end at the waterfall scene? They did. For, the that, for that movie, exact yeah. reason. Yeah. Because yeah. The, yeah, the, legally the IP runs out right there. It's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. It is stupid. And you would think that they could just extend it a little bit, but maybe they're worried of getting into some sort of legal well, battle. Well, it's that, that second that you own, right? Yeah. Or Well, I mean, they even have the... Disney even has the law on their hands in, like, now. Orlando, where they own the, like... Well, so that's what I was... That's what I was around yeah, that's whatever. what I was like, getting to our... own city. We have entered... Uh, me being in, in Florida now, I get to get to watch this juicy battle uh, front, front and center. Mm-hmm. Um we have entered the next bat- the, the next phase of this juicy battle between Florida and Ronda Santez going against Disney, right? So uh, Ronda Santez passed uh, this rule, basically stripping a lot of the land rights away from Disney. Uh, however, before they did that, Disney signed an agreement like last year with their prior board directors that they maintained those rights until 21 years uh, after the last hair heir of king george the third dies from england right so basically like england has to fall as the country uh the english crown the throne line the crown the line the royal line of succession has to end and then 21 years has to pass after that 
Uh, <laughs> and, and then Disney loses the, the, the rights. Which is just Isn't that absurd? fucking wild. In 2021, some lawyer was like, no, 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 let's get them. Until the end of the until the end of England. Like, what yeah. is this? And then dude's like, Well, I mean, so, you know, as pa- it probably sets up like some sort of like it's easier to write it that way dude, rather than like a million years or something. As powerful as Ron DeSantis is in Florida, right? Uh, we just passed a constitutional carry uh, law, so you no longer need a permit or need to take classes uh, for a concealed carry. You just go out to your local store, buy a gun, stick it in your pocket, whatever. Um, and then they're moving up forward on this six-week uh, abortion ban. Uh, and this is crazy. You know, I'm, you know, I'm about to be a father. I didn't know this, but they start measuring the weeks of pregnancy not on conception but hmm. on based on your last period oh so your baby that's what? six weeks old according to like the medical doctor couldn't he might not even be six weeks old according to inception or, or, or insemination hmm. crazy stuff yeah yeah uh but that's how so that's how powerful ron DeSantis is and yeah he's still <sighs> dude the, the house of mouse is powerful and when you got billions of dollars yeah. and you got all those lawyers dude that i'm just telling you they got smart lawyers yeah. smart lawyers than florida can can produce so it's going to be interesting but if if florida is coming hard against disney then disney might not have that government daddy to to protect them and, and back them up on these patent laws yeah that's true that's true yeah it could be a, a and final like this the... is enough protection for these large corporations Ex- yeah exactly yeah Go well, go broke. I kind of like the uh, House of Cards, where they have that like kind of battle between business uh, with the nuclear power plant guy <sighs> and uh, government, and he's like, business is what controls the government, and he's like, no, the government's what controls the government. Like, I'm the <laughs> one really in power here, and so I think this is like a similar, interesting kind of thing. Like personally, I think overall, businesses are the ones who really control 100 the direction of uh the u.s yeah uh governance your vote means um, nothing of all the lobbyists lobbyists and etc but uh we'll see how these uh powers play out in florida it'll be interesting yeah. to watch it will it will be interesting uh, to watch. my guess is is that DeSantis gets maybe a little bit more campaign money and the whole thing goes away yeah something like that oh yeah yeah i mean or yeah i don't see why something i don't see why disney's fighting well he might already be getting it from a distance different source or something sure. like that but. he can't he can't legally he can't be in office and run for a different office according to florida law which is why he's going to iowa and stuff but he's not quote unquote running for for office yet for running for president mm. um but yeah like if DeSantis becomes president in 2024 dude, he's gonna remember disney and he's gonna have a whole lot more power right he's gonna remember yeah. disney being a dick and and being embarrassed by them yeah. uh and in, in the courts at that point so, you just all, like Flat out change how is, all corporations yeah. are handled, not just Disney, but and, also owed to fuck you, Disney. Yeah, right. Yeah. But do you think DeSantis could really win a popular election? A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Well, although this is Florida man, this is a different he podcast. A but like, look, it, it really comes down to Trump. It comes if Trump's not there, DeSantis DeSantis beats Biden. But Trump is there for now, so we'll we'll see how this goes. Well, how is his uh, court hearing? Any any news on that? Is he, um, he, he claimed he, got, he was not guilty. He got indicted. He, yeah, he claimed, sure. he claimed not guilty. Um, so he was, got his DNA taken and the fingerprints. One, it would be hilarious if it covered, if, if it uncovered a bunch of like 
cold crimes, cold cases in New York. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. That would be one hilarious. Things. Trump, you're the Zodiac killer? But, oh, yeah, right? Like, wait, you're the son of Sam? Wait a second. <laughs> but, uh, but um, two, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. If Trump gets a mugshot, that's just going to be an NFT, and that will be the highest selling NFT of all time. Yeah, because no matter well, what, Trump would probably with, pay uh, anything to get that away dude, from I would else. go back to college, get Figure a dorm room, get a poster. Here. Start minting yeah. this shit. Just so I can have a poster in my college dorm room of Donald Trump's mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like something you have to have in college. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what's up with that uh, <laughs> that uh, poster on your wall? He's like, you'll get in like 20 years. <laughs> you got Shake you you Cabarez and then Donald Trump like right next to yeah. each other. Yeah. Posters. Yeah. yeah. It'll make sense in like 20 years. Um, what doesn't make a lot of sense to me or might make a lot of sense to Tom? I don't know. Uh some crypto mergers happening in Canada. Yeah. Is that, does that make any sense to you, Tom? What's happening here? Uh, well, it makes sense in the sense that that's how Canada does it. I mean, like, hello, socialism. Right? <laughs> Canada does it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the combination of, uh, I think it's like the top six uh, cryptocurrency exchanges here in Canada. Um, all of them are basically amalgamating into one, uh, which will probably have at least a little bit more um, straightforward bookkeeping so they don't have to be going through multiple organizations. They just kind of have to deal with one. Um, but regulation for the government, that's that's what I think this is alluding to. Um, what if what happens if Canada calls crypto a commodity and, and the United States calls crypto a security? So does it does anyone move to Canada? Does anyone uh, just get a VPN? What happens now? I I, I know it, it's it's going to be an interesting thing, and I honestly think it will d- be determined probably in America first, and then everyone else will follow with similar rules. America, America, oh, no. But yeah, <laughs> our, our regulations—that's so how slow. I think it's going to happen. But does this signal for adoption in Canada? Like, is it officially like going to be safer because it's kind of government? I'd imagine so. Included. Wait, so if I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any government inclusion at, at this point, but like generally that's why it kind of happens. But in a free market. So like if you have six exchanges merging together, then that that I would imagine that means five exchanges are looking at five other exchanges balance sheets. Right. So that might, in theory, help prevent an, uh, an SBF and an FTX situation. Yeah. Right? Like if finance looked at like finance looked at FTX's balance sheet. Right, they were like, "We might buy FTX," and they looked at the balance sheet. And they were like, "Whoa!" Like, and that was the red no, herring. No, thank you. That, that was no. the red herring. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I, don't know. I think it, I think it will be good. <laughs> my favorite part. Of, yeah, my favorite but, part of that thing. They just had like fucking sticky notes in their books. They were like, uh, "We'll find out the actual value later." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We have some amount of money in here. We'll probably so. buy it. Maybe we'll gotta take a look at the C. Yeah. And no. Wild, 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 wild. But. It, it will be interesting how it all pans out and it, it might help bring adoption around a little bit sooner. So, hey, we'll see. But at the end of the day, you you do have uh, more reliance on a single party. There are oh, a single party. Sounds like Canada. Well, exactly. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how it does moving forward. Will it be treated similar to like a bank and then subject to the same rules? 
possibly. Well, I imagine they'd probably end up treating it more like, you know, the, what is it, TSX over there? Toronto mm, Exchange? Yeah, is that it would be, be insured. Similar, but, like, you also would need, like, a spending account out of, out of it. Like, you can have, like, crypto wallets that are, like, spending wallets, right? Like, that's effectively what, like, I don't know if you guys can do this in the States, but, like, we, well, we can, have... like, tap our phones on a debit terminal and, like, pays. What? You also have, we, we have, like, the NYSE and then a broker and a brokerage account. It's kind of the same mm, thing. No, because it would be, like, a checking account kind of thing so this would be like a coinbase how you're putting the money right on the exchange yeah yeah i don't know instead of a robin hood which buys shares through clearing houses blah blah, blah and, and i don't know yeah it'll be interesting to see blah. how it pans out underwriters i'm in, also curious to see what they're going to call it is it going to be like i don't know canx <laughs> all right all right Major, do your thing. Talk about he who must not be yeah, named. The only thing left uh. to talk about is thou who shall not be named. And he changed the Bluebird Twitter logo to the dog of Dogecoin. From the dog of it's Dogecoin. The Doge. yeah. Right? And, and a historically evident long series of events of not getting financial advice on the podcast uh, several months ago. I had talked about watch out for Dogecoin when when Elon officially bought it, right? It was like six, seven cents, and I was like, "As a complete joke, we think." Yeah, it is a complete joke. This whole (laughs) this whole life's a joke, right? Elon buying Doge is a joke. Like this is this is dumb. Trump becoming president. That was crazy. That was crazy. So then again, like Ronald Reagan becoming president was also pretty. I mean, two actors, you know. (laughs) <laughs> could you say reality no he was on home alone too you're right two actors good point yeah good point well i mean he was also in uh what the he apprentice. also ran the apprentice yeah that was literally do a you show act, about hiring you, his assistant yeah, but do you but are you an actor if you star on a reality television show uh, like don't you disgrace are, samuel jackson or morgan freeman's okay. uh occupation That's, with whatever trump did on the apprentice so <laughs> okay there's a lot of b actors that would be like the i didn't say he was good equivalent of like the the jersey shore people yeah yeah are we gonna call ronnie are we gonna call ronnie d an actor but are reality tv shows really even real well no they, they, they all they like all are acting. acting they all are acting i would call like you know, might, the Rock's move. They might be the best actor from WWE <gasps> to acting. I don't think that was a big jump at all, guys, because he was acting then <laughs> and he's acting now. Now he's just acting in the jungle. That's not Speaking reality. The WWE. Yeah. This we're not, we're not talking about. This. this isn't a podcast topic. But did you guys hear that the UFC and the WWE is merging together? Oh my gosh! Well, Woo! Uh, let's go, buddy. Vince McMahon Yo, there I, was going to uh, sell it. He wanted out. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think. What did you get? Ten bill or eight billion dollars, uh, and like still maintain some executive, yeah, executive chair, some percentage executive chair board, uh, hmm. and eight point three. He wanted eight, and they got eight point three or nine, and got nine point nice. three. Yeah, uh, so so yeah. good shit, right? And the UFC when like Envision or whoever whoever bought them bought them for four billion, right? And now they're valued at like over twelve billion. Hmm. Yeah, so like that's a good yeah. investment, right? Yeah. Right, Dana White's gonna be like the the president and CEO. Like this is good, dude. This is this is solid, dude. The WWE and the UFC, like this is a company 
together is going to I wouldn't mind having him. Not financial advice, obviously, yeah. fucking Gary Gensler, the SEC. You will lose money if you follow our advice. But, like, dude, this is, like, or yeah. Or not advice. Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not. Any topic. I'm more of an ETF guy over a specific stocks guy. But, like, I don't see how you get rid of the WWE and the UFC over the next 20 years. Like, men will always yeah. fight each other. We've been doing that since the Gladiators. <laughs> right? And like, dude, you put a burning, you put a burning table, you put a a, a cage match on that. Like, get out of here! You know why Rome fell? Because Rome didn't have enough cage matches. They had an entire coliseum, yeah. but they weren't in cages. <laughs> they had entire. There was they had entire naval battles. They would they would flood the coliseum and have stage naval battles, dude. You want to talk about big they dick energies? Yeah, yeah dude, know, America doesn't do level. anything like that. We have football games on Sunday where little boys get concussions because they got hit too hard <laughs> while trying to catch a bolly wally wall. We're going to pay hundreds We're gonna of take a miserable amount out of the ocean just to flood a stage. So we can play with but, our but, boats. Yeah. Aqueducts. Aqueducts, bro. They didn't have pumps. Yeah, True, it's fresh yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, dude. It just came from the just mountains. Just massive amounts of effort to fucking blow shit up. And I applaud the Romans. I know. It was great. What a great yeah. time to be alive. Yeah. Especially if you were a Catholic pedophile priest. <laughs> And we'll cue the outro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoyed this episode of The Roots Report, follow us on Twitter at RootsResearch underscore. If you're Gary Ginsler, please join our Discord so we can talk. Uh, I would love to have a conversation. Um, all right. I guess if you're not Gary Ginsler, you can join our Discord, too. It is free. There will be a link in the description below. I guess we can. T- and I'd also love to <laughs> Yeah, we, we can talk about stuff as well. Uh, non, non-regulation stuff. That would be fan diddly tastic. Guys, what a week Someone's in the market. Someone's doing the diddling. Yeah, uh, not this Catholic priest. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. I didn't, I didn't know, know what that I didn't means. know you took your vows. <laughs> no one does, but provocative. It gets the stocks moving. All right, Tom, save them from this and madness. And we'll cue the outro. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.